Blog Talk Radio. and you're listening to Live Without Limits, Reach Personal Success on a Daily Basis. purpose of this show is to, well, let's back up. I'm your host, Davida Shinsky, and Live Without Limits podcast is a powerful platform that transcends boundaries of personal growth and mental fortitude as an eminent name in the personal success podcast sphere, we distill complex issues surrounding personal development, psychology, and mental health in a compelling dialogue format. Our nuanced approach fosters insightful conversations on relationships. Approach fosters insightful conversations on relationships, offering pragmatic advice to navigate challenging waters. We stand as your trusted beacon to break free claims on the chains of limiting beliefs, actively promoting a healthier you, a stronger you. With every episode, we pioneer empowering mental transformations, propelling listeners on their individual success trajectories, engaging specialists across various fields to reinforce our commitment towards holistic well-being, ensuring wide-ranging perspectives and innovative strategies, relatable narrations coupled with science-backed insights become the catalyst for meaningful change Live Without Limits, Reach Personal Success on a Daily Basis, unravels the astonishing potential within you, one podcast at a time. (laughs) Today's presentation is titled, Eight Real Reasons Why People Put You Down and Seven Solid Ways to Cope with Them. The world is full of nice, pleasant, and interesting people, but every once in a while, you might run into some who seem constantly to try put you down. Sometimes it can even be your family members or, or close friends, which makes such encounters even worse. The problem is that we are a product of the home we come from. Both my parents came from dysfunctional families, and you tend to connect with people in your comfort zone. So if you come from a dysfunctional family, you're going to look for someone who comes from a dysfunctional family. My father came home, come from a home where there was a lot of physical abuse. My mother came from a home where there was a lot of verbal and emotional abuse. And guess what? 
that's what they brought to their home. And it took me a long time to get to the point to where I understood what was going on. And I remember being that 12-year-old child that understood it was an unhealthy environment and climbing out of the window and wanting to run away. But in those times, when you got abused, you were looked at as the bad person. It was not talked about or dealt with where things were looked at, that what was going on in the home and how it was affecting the child. Now I think they go a little bit overboard with it, but there has to be a happy medium because yes, there are some problem children, but it's obvious that if someone is being abused as a young child and their behavior outside of that does not coincide with why they're being disciplined, then that's where the crossing of the line is between discipline and abuse. We know life is not always rainbows and butterflies. We will encounter people who try to put us down with derogatory gestures, ironic comments, constant criticism, name calling, disposal, several other microaggressions aimed at belittling, discouraging, and disempowering us. Sometimes it is subtle, other times it is overt. In both cases, it can be frustrating, but as you can guess, getting frustrated and agitated is not the way to deal with these sorts of people. Since these people are derisive or scornful, any unpolished response or reaction would only serve to fuel or maybe even prove their mockery and disrespect. Don't give them that chance to deal with this type of person. You first need to understand what motivates them by doing so you steal back your power from them. Eight reasons people put others down. The truth is that the act of putting down people may range from conscious attempts to unconscious mistakes. We'll explore these reasons, starting from the conscious to the unconscious. They are jealous. My mother often talked about how her mother created jealousy between the kids. A flower never thinks of competing with a flower next to it. It just blooms, said an unknown person. Jealous people do petty things. They make sly statements in order to make you your achievements seem less grand or your happiness less delightful. You can tell they are jealous by the position they take. If they don't have what you have, yet seem to mock it, it is only a reflection of their jealousy. They are narcissistic. Some folks just want all the attention in the room and in the world at large. They don't like feeling insignificant or small. 
it if they can't succeed in drawing attention to themselves by their actions, they start trying to diminish the attention others are having in order to shine brighter. You can tell they are obsessed with being noticed. And this is something that is really, really easy to see in someone because they like to keep the control of everything. And when they don't get their way, they will become belligerent and they will start tearing you down and, and accusing you of things that they themselves are doing. They are egocentric. These sorts of people can't stand being under anyone. They may not be able to always be at the top or keep trying to make it seem as though they are. This is usually a bad experience for anyone within their level. They talk down to you to have a sense of power and control, even if they truly don't and may never. And after I get through with some of these, what I'm going to do is talk about some of the things that happen. Because one of the things that, that, that goes on is, like in my mother's case, she really had a whole lot of low self-esteem about herself. And she, all she, I can remember always talking about how, how and always saying, you're poor, you're poor, you're poor. The problem is, it was that my grandmother was very bitter and very angry and liked to blame everyone else. My mother and all her sisters were really very much like my grandmother, only in my mother's case, it just was that much more prevalent where she would constantly and constantly and constantly belittle you and, and criticize you. And, and, and when it came to money, it was like, it when after my father passed away, it was like it was her money. And she, you know, the funny thing is, had she was someone who always wanted to marry someone who had money. My father was a lawyer. He was a professional. And he did fairly decent. And when my mother, before my mother got married, she worked, but she worked in the garment district, and it was not steady pay. But she still earned enough of a living to be able to financially take care of herself if she wanted to. But she just wanted more, and she was very bitter and very angry, and she would. And what she did to me as an adult, because I was so independent, and all she wanted was to control me, was to control 
what I got. And to the point that when she passed, instead of leaving it as it was, as three separate trusts, she put it all in one trust and then stated that if, if I contested the will, that I would lose everything. But here's the thing. My father, it's his will, and he's the one that set up all the financial, financial uh, investments, May, wanted all his children to share everything equally. And he wanted to make sure that his children with disabilities were financially secure and taken care of. So now I've got to put, that's, it's all putting me in a position having to go sue my sister because she only uses the money to get me things when she wants to. And because I wear a two size difference, and a, a rather a three size difference between one foot and the other because of the disability. I can't just walk in and get a pair of shoes. And only in certain, only in Nordstrom's can I walk in and will they sell me as a pair one of each shoe because they are customer service oriented and every place else I've got to buy two pair to make a pair. Or even in, in my, when it comes to clothes, my sister buys me what she wants, when she wants, and not what I want, but what she wants to get me. And then when she buys me shoes, she'll only buy me one pair of shoes, and they have to last me for a year, maybe two years, before she decides she's going to buy me another pair. And that is not right when my father wanted to make sure that we were taken care of and got what we wanted when we needed it. They're better. Some people have a tough life and have grown resentful over the years. Just lash out at whoever is unlucky to be around them during their periodic bouts of unwanted behavior. These are the types that may later apologize, but you don't have to take their negativity. You are not a punching bag. This is my younger sister, Tuati, because she will constantly lash out at you and constantly belittle you and constantly tell you and 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 is so resentful that I get food stamps. I was because I entered the workforce before the Americans with Disabilities Act, I had few opportunities in the workplace. And I had to figure out how I was gonna earn an income for myself. And when I sat down and talked to my mother about what it was I wanted to do with my business all she heard was, I wanted her money. Never asked her for a dime, didn't ask her to finance it, but that's what she heard because that's what she wanted to hear. And then, and that's when she decided that, that all I wanted from her was her money, and she decided she was going to write me out. That was wrong. Now, they're toxic, and this was my family to a T. 
after years of practice, it has become second nature to this type, putting people down in, the, in their way of life. These people have a lot of work to do to change their mindset. You know, when you have two people who both come from dysfunctional families and they come together and they make a dysfunctional family, then it's a toxic environment all the way around. They are narrow-minded. This set of individuals doesn't like changing their minds when an idea, notion, or perception, no matter how wrong or ill-informed, gets into their brains. It gets stuck. They may even conclude, based on gossip, and judge you wrongly and without remorse or willingness to hear your part of the story. They lack communication skills. These people simply don't know how to connect with others. Their words come out wrong too often. They may not really mean any harm at times, but they can hurt you nonetheless. There are so many families. Children don't know how to hold a conversation with each other. Parents don't know how to hold a conversation with each other. You know, one thing you can tell about a toxic family is how they interact with each other and how they talk to each other. Because if they don't know how to talk to each other, in a healthy relationship, by giving encouragement, by giving support. And I'm not talking about money when I say support, but I just mean being there to believe in someone that they can do something. That what happens is that the, the relationships, there's such a breakdown. If you ever have ever understood transactional analysis, it really talks about the parent, the adult, and the child. And a lot of it comes from how they communicate with each other and the way they communicate with each other. And a family works because each person is, is known to react in a certain way and with each other. And when one person in that relationship decides they're going to change and get better, what happens? Well, then the family themselves, when one person changes and doesn't allow them to continually to abuse them, there is such a breakdown in the family dynamics and how they relate to each other. And unless it, you get family therapy where everyone sits down and learns how to communicate effectively and healthy within a family, then what's going to happen is, you go, and you've seen this time and time again, where you have family members that break away from the family and literally have nothing to do with them for years.
because of the of the way they communicate and the way they treat people. They were upset. This can be anyone. It's just a matter of being in the wrong place at the wrong time. Now that you know better, here are some ways that you can employ to deal with these who put you down. So seven ways of dealing with people who try to put you down. Don't get mad. This is probably the worst response, not just because it can cause the truly unpleasant people to retaliate with more unpleasantries. It can actually hurt those who didn't intend it that way. Then you unwittingly become the one who puts people down. Not getting angry is always 50% victory. All that is left is to choose the next course of action. One thing that I found after I started studying psychology and mental health and understanding the dynamics of the family is if you understand the TA, the transactional analysis triangle, you've got the victim, you've got the persecutor, and you've got the rescuer. And the rescuer and the persecutor work together against the victim and will constantly try to keep you in that victim mode. And when my mother and my sister would get together and try to do that to me, when I walked away from them and decided not to engage, that made them even worse because they just didn't know how to deal with that because they just were looking and looking for a way that they could keep pushing and pushing and pushing. Emphasize, empathize with them. Really, if you can probably understand what motivates them, you can see how pathetic the whole drama is. You can even flip the switch by saying kind words to them and winning a friend. Breathe in. If you feel infuriated by the manner of timing of the whole thing, then allow for some more time to pass. Let it all wash away. Take a deep breath and allow yourself to see the bigger picture and to see what their words have little to do with. Acknowledge their opinion. If the if they criticized you for your work harshly, be the bigger person by acknowledging their views. Were they actually right? Acknowledge it. Learn from it and discard any rudeness, or rather discard the rudeness. If they were wrong, ignore their attempts to put you down. You can go an extra mile by asking them to explain what they mean by what they said. This could give you a deeper insight if there was really any, or give you the opportunity to call them out 
if there was none, if you ever use assessment profiles, you'll understand that it, you have people that experience different behavior patterns and they communicate in a certain behavior pattern and the manager or the supervisor, the best thing that they can do is to learn how to communicate in the language of the individual based on their personality. And if you can do that, then what's going to happen is you will, you will have people that respect you more because if you communicate in a language that's based on your personality to someone is in a totally different personality, what you're doing is creating more of a problem in communication and the way you respond to each other in the workplace. So their attempt. If you have an expert sense of humor, you can turn the tables by laughing at their attempt to put you down. You just have to be careful not to cross the line and poke the bear, causing more issues. Ignore them. It is not your responsibility to teach grown-up manners. Take peace with that and move on. Politely disagree. You don't have to get into a big thing about it. If someone says something insulting, you can simply say, no, I disagree, and change the subject. You can keep the conversation going if you want or walk away after. You don't have to be rude about it, but you also don't have to accept or agree with them. So say with, with their negative things to keep you. Thing, and always remember, you can keep things nice. Just be direct and honest. There is absolutely nothing with simply saying, I don't think that's fair. And it feels like an insult. A lot of people who put others down don't expect to be called out on it. You don't have to be rude, but you are 100% allowed to draw your boundaries and call it as you see it. Best case, it could start an open dialogue why they said what they said, and you can find common ground going forward. Worst case, they react poorly and tell you exactly who they are. Either way, you don't have to feel like you should be silent. So speaking up for yourself is never out of style. In the iconic words of RuPaul, what other people think of me is not my business. What I do is what I do. How people see me doesn't change what I decide to do. Next time, someone tries to put you down, remember that. Confidence is quiet 
and insecurity is loud. You should always have it back of your mind that what people say and how they behave is only a reflection of who they are and not who you are. And really, now, the, the, one of the last things I want to say about this is we all are a product of the home we come from. And sometimes we really need to learn how to be different. If we come from a home where it's abusive, it's easy to fall into those same behavior patterns. It's up to you to want to change. Because if you don't want to change, you'll never change. And the older you get, the less opportunity or the less chance that you're ever going to change. And you can go to my website, that's askdavidashensky.com, and I have quite a few courses on personal development and some on communication that can help you understand how to communicate more effectively. Talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.